0: <laughs> All right, Stuck him in the head with the crankbaits, what happened, and now I'm about to rip it out of it. There
1: he go. I me. i was so sick.
0: <laughs> no. Hi, Megan Bone Gang, and welcome back to the Pelican Bone Outdoors Podcast. Today's special guest, Heath. Panganabin Panagabin Pan Panigab I, I, I give up.
1: <laughs> you never get it right. It's it. it's, it's Panganabin. It's all good. Hey, it's good to be back on, man. Thanks for having me again.
0: Heck yeah, dude. We haven't uh we haven't really talked since I got back from Florida, huh?
1: No, I thought um I thought maybe I scared you off or something. I was like, man, we were like oh, no. we were like really close and like we were like friends for like a solid like two days and then yeah it was it, it was, was great. Hard. It, <laughs> it looks was. like you I
0: think I might have got a, got you hooked on bass fishing though
1: you know I did go out a few more times and um it's been so hot so I've been focusing mostly on editing like backstock footage and um and things like that I know um kayak DIY is on right now so just want to say what's up but yeah just uh editing a lot so bye
0: uh oh we're having some lag issues we lost him I'm back he so anyway uh well he. up oh, there yeah, you are they're back go. yep okay yeah so yeah i wish i had some backlogged uh footage because dude it has been triple digits for like two months now it's been insane oh we lost them again are we good oh, we're, yeah, <laughs> we are every now and then
1: <laughs> okay i think we're good i think we're good
0: <laughs> oh crap yeah, technical difficulties, man. It's always, always something.
1: It's all good, but I think we're back now.
0: Yeah, looks legit.
1: Okay, awesome. But yeah,
0: man, it's been triple digits here for like the last three months. Has uh, like, it been the same over there?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, it's been like not triple digits, but like high up there in the nineties, ninety-eight, ninety-nine. It will get to like a hundred, and then it's just so it's so humid, man. So it's just you walk yeah. outside, do do one jumping jack, and you're just drenched in sweat. So.
0: Yeah, feels like Satan kicks you in the chest as soon as you open the door in the mornings. I hate it.
1: Yeah, that's exactly it, man.
0: And it's like, we don't, I, I'm pretty sure it's the apocalypse because California's over there getting hurricanes. And here in Louisiana, we're getting wildfires. It's like, what, what, what's yeah, going
1: I on? I tell you what. Yeah, I know. They're getting, and we're, I'm going to Utah here in like two weeks, and I just saw a flood over there. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what the deal is. Usually, we're supposed to be getting hit with all these hurricanes, you know, but thank God, you know, it's, it's holding off right now. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but California can have a turn. Of course I don't want yeah. the earthquakes though. So for once. It was like
1: it was record breaking over there. It was like first time uh Mount Zion has ever flooded. So it's like, okay, it's about time they got their their share. Sure. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh crap. Yeah, man. But um yeah, you need to come down here. We'll get you on some uh some redfish, some sight casting. Definitely.
1: Yeah, I miss doing that, man. Like you know, that's like my 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 passion. That's what I love doing is sight casting. And you know, we got sight casting down here in Florida. Um, you know, when the time is right and when the water's right. But I love where you live, man. And so I want to come back soon and and uh, link up and make some footage. A lot of footage I've been releasing too is like backstock from Louisiana. So I'm still living right on. Louisiana days.
0: <laughs> you just need to come move down here, bro.
1: Nah, man, Florida is the best. We talked about this. Yeah i disagree disagree. we can debate that if you want
0: (laughs) so did you see the thumbnail i made for this uh for this podcast i
1: did and i was wondering for a second when i saw that thumbnail i thought did did vinnie make this or did ai make this i'm not sure yet
0: (laughs) i don't know how to work ai for that the only ai i know how to work is the chat gpt to get okay, it, okay. I'll get yeah, it to legit, make man. my emails sound more professional or something. But
1: You replaced my tarpon with the big jaws.
0: <laughs> so if you're watching it live or if you go back on YouTube, because we do record yeah. these uh, podcasts live, but if y'all go back on the video, I'm about to pull it up. Let's see. Where is it at? Uh, here it is. So this is the original picture. This is Heath holding this giant tarpon uh, <laughs> that he caught out of his kayak. The video is insane. And then this is what I made for <laughs> this is what i made for the thumbnail so it i found really a shark good. and superimposed it in, in yeah, place of like the it. tarpon and it looks, uh, it looks good enough you know it's good enough to catch the eye we have to look at it for a second can you be realize. honest with me
1: how long did it take for you to do that
0: Uh 15 20 minutes
1: yeah that's awesome that's really nice <laughs> yeah.
0: Because I couldn't cool. find, it, so I was trying to find. That's why I had texted you, asking you about a picture with you, the shark. Yeah, I remember yeah. seeing the video, but I didn't know if you had like a, like a yeah. screenshot or something of it. And yeah, uh, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: it wouldn't work for the way I do my thumbnail. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna take this tarpon picture and make it work.
1: It's I, I'm actually gonna save that. I love it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you catch, so you go catch, you target tarpon,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then you accidentally catch a shark. Yeah, but or let me back up for a minute because
1: sure. yeah. people might watch this. I'm looking over here also at the live stream as well. That's why I keep looking over. And um, people might watch this based on this conversation and just think that uh, I'm like a tarpon sleigh master. So like now I got something to say, especially when you show that picture. But let me just back up for a minute and say, it's taken me four full tarpon seasons to do that, okay? And to get that tarpon. And um, I don't just like go out and unless I'm trying to get you or a friend to come catch sharks. Right. But I usually don't just like go out and look for look for sharks. I usually get a lot of my shark fishing done when I'm tarpon fishing because they're just a byproduct. You know, you're kind of fishing. You're fishing in the same way, the same way you would catch a, a tarpon if you're using bait, at least, is a lot similar to how you would catch a shark. And they're in similar like they they're in the same exact place that you would find with right. fish right so it's just a natural byproduct of of, of trying to target tarpon and um uh, it kind of breaks your heart every time because every time you get like that real fast pull because you'll know the difference you know but sometimes shark with you into thinking they're a tarpon you get like that fast pull sometimes it's like oh here i go it's on and it's a shark so
0: yeah so back up to uh when i was in florida which the whole reason i wanted to bring up this this uh shark fishing fiasco is uh he took me out to catch my first snook he went we went out uh, i ended up landing two of them he called them a redfish and we got back we had such a great time We're like all right what are we going to do tomorrow and Heath is like dude let's go uh let's go shark fishing and instantly a terror came over me and was like I am afraid of sharks like that is one of my fears is these these sharks. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's too much, too many Shark Week episodes. I don't know. Uh, but they kind it of is. terrify me. Alligators, I can do. Sharks just kind of terrify me. And heat's all like, hey, yeah. let's go. Let's go shark fishing. And I'm I'm sitting here trying to figure out a way to get out of this. And uh, <laughs> so I figured out I was like, when my wife calls, I'm just going to say it. Hey, he wants to take me shark fishing. I know she would shut it down right away.
1: And naturally, naturally naturally,
0: she shut it down. down. So I had an excuse. I had an out. You know, to where it made it look like I wasn't I wasn't chickening out, but I had to listen to my wife. No, it did not look like you weren't chickening out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was even more clear that you were chickening out. I mean and it just totally caught me off guard because um I don't know what it is, but I just, I, when you said you were scared of sharks or like you didn't, you didn't even start by saying that you said, no, I don't want to go shark fishing. And that just rubbed me the wrong way because I thought, and that's why I doubled down on you. Like we're going shark fishing. (laughs) What are you talking about? Because when you said, no, I don't want to go shark fishing. It like kind of like blew my mind. Right. Because a lot of people want to go shark fishing and you like fishing and you play with alligators for no, for no reason. And you hunt. I I was wondering why you didn't want to go shark fishing, and so I just wanted to press the issue. Come to find out, you actually have a fear of sharks.
0: Yeah, man, they're terrifying.
1: Yeah. (laughs) No, man, but I'm the same way. I'm afraid of alligators, and you're looking at me like, "What's wrong with you?" And I'm looking at you like, "Why are you afraid of sharks?" Right.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, you know, I grew up around alligators, and that's that's probably the thing. You grew up around sharks, so. You you understand them. I don't under, to me. They're just uh, I don't know. Just yeah. I think it's the so alligators. You know they're always at the surface. You know a lot of the times you can see them. You know where they are. You right. sharks just I have that in my head that they just come out of nowhere, and that's that's no. the part I guess I don't like. Like if you ever had a have, have you ever had a shark attack your kayak, or bump it? No,
1: never. I so I used to do a lot of like um, wade fishing, and when my wife and I were dating, or do we first got married? You know, those like in tech inflatable dinghies that are like six feet long, they're like a little inflatable dinghy, you know? Oh, okay, I used to, yeah, like yeah, yeah, tie yeah, those yeah. around. I used mm-hmm. to like tie a rope around my waist and like go wade fishing. And um, we have like little bonnet head sharks, and they'll like bump into you, or you'll feel like a stingray or something, or like you'll feel, always feel something like bump into you. and like when we were out fishing, you saw those little bonnet head sharks and that mm-hmm. black tip shark, you know. So but those were just small ones. Um, I've had sharks show a lot of interest while I was offshore, uh, but no like attacks. Not like that video that we saw. And not right. like that Everglades video that we saw <laughs> where, where the guy was like watching his hands yeah, and clean <laughs> out the boat. In the sh- that's insane. And there's signs there that literally say don't don't touch the water, you know, but that's
0: nuts how far offshore do you go when you say offshore
1: it really it really depends so um to be honest i next year is where i'm going to do a lot more offshore here at my at home you know i'm back in florida back in st pete so i'm getting like reacquainted with my waters again you know you you know uh you and i became close friends when we were living on the road Mm -hmm. and so i was fishing everybody else's waters right um i'll give you an example like Uh, we did 12 miles. We went a total of 12 miles in our kayaks. And so we had to go, we took the tide all the way out and we were chasing different schools of, um, yellowtail and stuff. And then luckily, thank God we were able to take the tide or the, um, yeah, the tide, take it all the way back in. But that was, we were only planning to do four, four or five miles then. Um, but just generally speaking, if I'm just going offshore near shore, it's really just like a few miles.
0: So let me ask you, do you uh like constantly check the weather when you do that? Or do you plan like plan it or are you just like, you know what, let's go offshore today and just whatever happens happens. Uh, no.
1: no, no, we I definitely check the weather. I even check the weather even um I even when I'm when I'm inshore. I know I play I, I, I put that reel out on Yak Tribe, an Instagram reel, probably like four months ago. It got a lot of views and it was like, Don't check the weather, be a man. You know that sound? <laughs> yeah. And people were like, "This is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. I'm not a sissy because I checked." And I was just like, "Y'all chill. It's just, it's just a it's a know, joke. Little, yeah, Hold it's on. a joke." But I check the weather, bro. No matter what, it's, especially here in Florida, because this time yep. of year we'll be out here in a minute. Thunderstorm, you know. So, well,
0: that's so that's how it usually is here in the summertime. You know, you get those pop ups every day, and it can come out yep. of nowhere, and they can get pretty rough. Big squall. Right, but dude, this year we have this high ridge or whatever they're calling it, and like we're we're breaking records every day with the heat, and we haven't had we haven't had any significant rain in like three months. Like yeah. this thing has just been sitting over, is keeping it hot, keeping it humid, and then no like no tropical moisture can come in that cause the the rain to come. My backyard yeah. is literally cracking because it's so yeah. dry.
1: It's the, uh, we're supposed to, I think on average, we're like over where I live, we're supposed to have like 15, 16.
0: He's cutting out again. Where'd you go, Heath? Come back.
1: It's usually raining every other day. But we haven't been, we haven't been getting hit with the rain.
0: Heath, buddy, you're losing it. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I'm, i keep losing you
1: i'm here though can you see me
0: yeah yeah you're good now nice and smooth
1: i'm gonna go inside then yeah man so we haven't been getting enough rain just like you guys
0: yeah california with that little storm that hit california man they got half a, half a year's worth of rain that they usually get in that one
1: yeah that's insane
0: so bass fishing you've been liking it or is, you got the itch or that that was a one and done kind of thing. You got a few out, out your way.
1: No, man. Um, I like the simplicity of bass fishing um, because bass fishing is so insanely easy to do. Um, <laughs> what the, what's so funny? <laughs> like,
0: because I don't, <laughs> because uh, it's not
1: all the it, time. Yeah. <laughs> so mean, like, okay, let me just say, I don't want to cut you off. Go ahead.
0: No, no, you go ahead. I want to hear what you have to say before. I...
1: Here, here's the thing. You know, I spent the better part of four years traveling the country, you know, uh, living a tough life of just like fishing every day. It's, yeah. I
0: can hear you, man. I feel you. It's difficult. It
1: was tough, man. It was just a hard, hard life, <laughs> um, but I'd find myself. Okay. So anyway, seriously, I find myself in, in, um, these States like Georgia, um, or Tennessee, like landlocked states, you know, and everyone's, you know, take it so seriously. Uh, bass fishing so complicated. You need this this kind of rig, and there's like 14 kind of rigs uh, just to put a bait on the end. And everyone's in their glitter boats, you know, and it's just so it's just so much. It's too much, right? But here's the thing: bass fishing. All you all you need is a green lizard. That's it. <laughs> That's literally it. I bro, I, I I murdered you in our bass competition with a green lizard. Oh man. You know what I'm saying?
0: I don't know what was going on that day. If y'all <laughs> haven't seen that video, y'all gotta go back and watch that video. It's the uh I don't know, it's the one I got the on the thumbnail, it's a um like a toxic symbol over the fish, because when we ended yes. up getting it home, it had all Yo, kind bro. of parasites in it. Yeah. But I don't know what was going on. He like I caught the first bass at this pond. First two. Yeah. F- no, uh one and a half. I lost the other one. Oh, okay. Yeah. But he he I mean, fished that spot. He fished all the way around this pond. Didn't catch anything. I go right where he was, caught one. I thought, man, I got this in the bag. I oh, I got this. No problem. He disappears and since starts sending me text. Got one. Got two. Got three. I'm over here thinking he's just taking three pictures of the same fish. <laughs> I go over there and I'm still thinking he's he's pulling my leg that he just caught one <laughs> fish. And he's like come here I'll show you and he starts throwing and he starts catching these fish. So we're up we ended up fishing with the same lure. I'm trying to do the same pops that he's doing and he's catching <laughs> fish after fish. I'm not even getting bites. It I told you it's easy. Bass
1: fishing is easy, man. Uh, you just
0: got to you just got to horseshoe up your butt or something when it comes no, to the, uh, No, no, no,
1: no. No, and in, in all seriousness, I, I am liking bass fishing. I used to, I used, I'm not like a bass fisherman, but there's a lake. We used to live like by an apartment and there'd be a lake in the back. I'm I just like to fish in general, but yeah, we got it pretty easy around here with these fountains that aerate the water and, you know, little lakes and, you no know, fishing all, yeah. So it's easy fishing. Um, but <laughs> I will not, I'm not going to become a bass fisherman. I'm, saltwater fisherman through and through,
0: man. See, I'm just a fisherman. Yeah, I, mean, I get that. It, <laughs> it's like, you know, I mean, I need my redfish, don't get me wrong. Like, if I was someplace that had no redfish, I would have to go visit. Like, if I moved to Tennessee, I would have to come visit Louisiana, because I'd need that redfish fixed. Right. I don't necessarily... But, I don't know, sometimes if I'm only fishing the salt, I kind of want... I kind of get that bass, because it's just something different. It's that, that little bit you. of difference. I mean, I, you're not going to you know if if the tug is the drug then i need a redfish right because a bass just isn't gonna pull i mean you i've never caught a huge bass but i know they don't pound for pound they don't they don't fight like a redfish does
1: right you know it's to me it doesn't it's not necessarily salt versus or like a saltwater fish versus a freshwater fish to me it's the type of fishing i like to do right right so i like i really you know this i like sight casting i like seeing fish um when you go to a lake, it's not very often that you're just like sight casting bass, you know, like where the water's crystal clear and you're like on a bed and you're just like, right. like, that's not like a normal all the time thing unless you live in a place like that, I guess, or have an awesome like lake or something like that. But for me, I know no matter where I go around here, um, if I'm by the mangroves, I've got clear water for the most part. And I just like the environment, you know, of saltwater fishing that I get to do, so... Yeah, man. That's what it's about for me.
0: So, you know, Florida versus Louisiana. The mangroves were pretty. It was it was pretty out there. But it's just not the same as marsh and that's true. Cypress trees. I just I love the marsh, man.
1: Yeah, but the difference is where I'm fishing in Florida and why it's better. When you are when you're fishing your marshes, which I love your guys' marshes, but you don't have to In Florida, you don't have to worry about every little turn you make in the marsh, that there could be a mama alligator on a nest just waiting to get you, you know?
0: I I don't have to worry about that ever, because I don't. I
1: know. That's because you don't have a fear (laughs) of them. I do.
0: I've only had, let's see. I've only had one encounter with an alligator that I got a little nervous.
1: Yeah.
0: And... Honestly, if you stay away from where they have swamp tours, you're okay. But these daggum swamp tours keep feeding the freaking alligators they're going to get somebody killed.
1: Dude, did you see that video where the, um, it was just on social media where yeah, like that a- the two ladies are in the-, the boat?
0: Yeah. And that's, and that's just, because, like, pushed him down. that's because that, that guy knew that alligator. That's because they feed them all the time. Yeah, and that's going to get, because if that alligator would have came up and, and grabbed that woman's arm, that would have yeah. been it. Yeah.
1: But it looked and, like, it looked happy. It looked like happy to be there. You know
0: no, that, yeah. Well, happy to be there because he was waiting for the food that the guy was supposed to be feeding them. Yeah, and that's how it starts, man. They lose their fear of people and they start associating people with food, and yeah. they're gonna have a guest at that swamp tour that's gonna that's gonna end up being the one killed.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um,
0: and they all do it around here, and it, it it's illegal. I don't know if they paying somebody under the table so they don't get in trouble or what, but yeah, they are gonna get somebody killed.
1: Yeah, man. Um. There might be some people here watching um and they might have seen the thumbnail and they're they're looking to like hear about shark fishing a little bit uh i was hoping i could teach you this stuff when we went out shark fishing um it's gonna happen maybe we could talk about setups real quick you know um what a shark fishing setup looks like um
0: so i got I, i talked to Heath. i mean not your heath i talked to alex and alex said he's down to come shark fishing, and I, I want to say I asked somebody else. Really? <laughs> so when this happens, I told you I said I'd feel better if there was a few more people in the water. Okay. And I'm gonna get and I'm gonna give everybody a tourniquet. That way, if I get a, a limb bitten off, that y'all can stop the bleeding, uh, at least enough to get hell of act out of there.
1: Alex, the freshwater boy, right?
0: Yeah, Alex is from Tennessee. Y-
1: yeah, he's all into. Oh. Uh... Ah! Yeah, he's in. He's in freshwater. So has he ever caught a shark yes. before?
0: No, I don't think so. I think the only okay, salt he's so, caught uh, was some specks and some reds and Carolinas.
1: Okay. So maybe we can legit set that up. That, I mean, that'd be honestly, oh, yeah. that'd be awesome content and really fun to do.
0: We should, um, we might make plans for next year's ICAST.
1: Okay. Honestly, if he's down, we should just go straight from ICAST um, straight to like we did this year, come to my house and go shark. Fishing.
0: Yeah. Yep. I mean, we and can do we other fishing too. Up.
1: Cause he hasn't, I don't think he's caught a snook before.
0: Nah, I don't think so. Um, and I want to catch a yeah, on that Nessie again.
1: Or try. Let me run it real quick. Here's what I use for, for shark fishing. Um, I It doesn't really matter, but, you know, you can catch sharks on a, a 35, a 3,000, you know. Um, but usually when I'm, like, targeting bigger sharks or tarpon, I'm always running. Um, This one is a 5,000. I'm always running That's a, a 5,000. Yeah. Or a 6,000 just because I can horse them in, you know, horse them in better. Um, <clears throat> the braid I use is this is 65, 65 pound braid. That's it? Uh huh. Um, I caught that 209 pound tarpon on this 65 pound braid. Wow. This leader is 80 pound leader. You know, people think that you need, like, if you're trying to catch a 100 pound fish, that you need a hundred and Twenty pound line or whatever.
0: No, your drag you, does the work.
1: Yeah, you know your line's breaking point sometimes is like almost double. Sometimes it's crazy. Right. Um, but yeah, so th- that's the real five thousand or six thousand. And then I'm on the kayak, so I I mean I use uh this is honestly a jigging rod right here. It's just a big jigging rod. It's a medium heavy. It's just a pen. It's pretty cheap, honestly. I caught this like a sixty dollar rod, <laughs> um, but. Honestly, when you're like shark fishing, sensitivity, all those things don't matter. You just need to right. like be
0: the brute. Bee. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then um, that's like exactly my tarpon setup as well, is this exact setup. And then I use number eight or number nine circle hooks, um, you know, because we want to be able to get them out, right? Right, Vinny? Right. We want to be able to get them out <laughs> of the shark and not just give them jewelry to go home in. A little lip um, piercing. Or gut piercing or whatever. Yeah, but I just use a number eight, number nine. These are the Demon Perfect Circles, and these are super strong. They're the 3X ones, so just a really strong hook. I don't like the chance of bending on tarpon or or, or sharks. And then to get the bait to the bottom, if I'm fishing on the bottom, um, I used to use stuff like this, you know, like your classic.
0: A big figure. egg
1: weight. Yeah, this is a little too big. Um but I switched a few seasons ago to these guys. You've seen these, right? Like these clip-ons?
0: Uh-huh. I've never used them.
1: Yeah, they're awesome because they just have like this rubber insert. And you don't have to fiddle around with like doing special knots or anything that you want to do. You literally just put this on your leader.
0: Hey, i might have to get just, some of those.
1: Yeah, and then you just pull the band and then it's just it's on your leader now. Um, so you can double up if you need to, but one just works perfectly fine for me. So that's literally it when i first started shark fishing i used to do a lot of shark fishing in sarasota where i would um paddle baits out off the shore and then i drop them you know i'm considering doing that with a drone now because you can just use it i have a drone and they make an attachment that you can it's just like a 20 dollars attachment that will automatically you know is
0: that when you you turn the light on it'll do it
1: it's uh honestly it just goes off tension so when it's gone too far it just drops it it's like a it's like a 3d printed piece rather than needing Uh, a whole drone
0: because i just seen i don't remember where i seen i just seen it recently it attaches to the uh to the drone and like mine you can control the light there's a light underneath it like a landing light that you can turn on and off yeah it has a a photo cell on the thing that when the light hits it it opens up
1: okay i was thinking
0: about getting one of those for that
1: yeah that's that's a good application but when i was first started shark fishing um I used to use, like, a lot of, um, like, wire, like, metal, like, thick gauge metal, you know? But I'm starting to, I mean, I've learned over time, you don't even need all that. That stuff's super expensive. Just go with the circle hook, and you'll be fine.
0: What you using as bait?
1: Um, It depends. Oh, man, if I tell you that, I have to, like, put my tarpon bait on blast, which... Well, here's what you can use for sharks.
0: Super you duper you, top secret bait,
1: man. Yeah, you can use pinfish. You can use mullet. You can use anything dead. I mean, you can so use just shrimp. cut
0: bait. I mean, or are you putting them on whole?
1: Ladyfish. Oh yeah. So cut them. Cut them up, man. I like to cut the tails off. Um, I like to just let them bleed out. I know that doesn't sound very nice or conservation like, you know, but we're trying to catch sharks, so. You know, catch like a ladyfish and use it as cut bait or something like that and just let it bleed and soak on the bottom yeah. and you'll get picked up almost every time. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's amazing how they can smell a drop of blood for so many, you know, just ridiculous.
1: It's insane. Yeah. I and great places like, the, great places to target shark are um, like, I don't know, like I'll tell you for my area, if you're in Florida, you don't have to go to the beach to target sharks. Um, you can go to like, bridges uh you can go in the bays and find like a deep channel they love that uh, a lot of people think like oh i want to go shark fishing so i have to go to the beach like everybody else um but no they're like big sharks hammerhead actual american hammerhead sharks bull sharks black tips nurse sharks all are, all of those are all in our bays here in florida they're not like just on the beach
0: see we just have alligator There's no, like, bull alligator. There's no tiger alligator. Like, there's just an alligator. So sharks, now I have to think, okay, bull sharks are aggressive. Bull sharks can go in freshwater, which is terrifying enough.
1: Yeah, that's true. Uh,
0: Hammerheads. Okay, so I don't know how this one wants to act. This one, oh, no. Dude, no, no.
1: Dude, sharks are not aggressive. Sharks are curious.
0: Yeah, but they don't have hands to feel, so they just gnaw on it for a little bit bites you real quick. and yeah they just bite on it real quick and even if they just come over there just to just do a little test not even rip anything off you're bleeding out i mean <laughs> you get the, i mean five <laughs> minutes with a with a severed femoral artery and you're done like you don't even have time to think and you're you're just gone you know Dude. i know. Uh.
1: well look man here's what i do i cast next year um we set it up you know give alex a call um and tell them, you know, let's go. I got, I'll got i have a kayak, another kayak ready. Y'all can just come like you did last time. Just bring your suitcase and we'll, we'll kick it. And bring your tourniquets. Bring oh, your yeah. bolt
0: cutters. I'm going to have my whole medical bag in the boat with me.
1: Bring your AK-47 or whatever you need.
0: <laughs> so if I have to, I'll bring my Hobie because I can't imagine doing that in anything other than something as stable as a Hobie.
1: Well, you have that. I have that PA you use.
0: Well, I know, but like if he, Alex comes, I, I yeah. don't feel comfortable putting anybody else in anything other than a Hobie if we're going shark fishing.
1: Um, New canoe. My new canoe is super stable.
0: Really? I see, I've, yeah. never, I've never really tried anything else other than because I had an Ascend, which yeah. is eh. Yeah. I mean, it's it's enough. You can I stand it. That stand.
1: Wasn't it green?
0: Yeah. yeah. That's the one I put that trawler motor on It was cruising yep. down in body log cabins. Yeah. That was a good trip that's good a secret times, spot good times it's not a secret spot oh okay cool if it's it's not a secret spot that's not even where the fish are anyway exactly i'll show you what a fish are when you come well you've been there before but that's the that's the spot that i don't share yeah what's the name of- uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: yeah man so what's next what's been, what's next for you what are you what are you doing with your fishing stuff right now
0: man i'm just going after the Catching cooks now hunting season's coming up. So it's about to do some about the, I say change. They'll still be fishing, but uh, it's coming up. I got, well, I got alligator tags again this year, but they it's on public land. So they won't let me film it. I'm still trying to find somebody with private land film. tags.
1: Wait, you can't not, film not on it on public land. That's not scary. on public
0: land for alligators. So they cut, they got all these extra rules when you get the alligator lottery. So, cause you're going know, to you be put in for the lottery. You get if you get picked, then you you still have to pay for the tags. But you get picked, you can get the tags, and you get three right. if you get it. And then they have a whole bunch of rules, and they tell you, you know, make sure you read over them because it's more strict than private land tags. Uh, basically, you can b- blame swamp people the reason we can't because it specifically says on that on the paperwork, no reality television and no filming unless approved by the person in charge or whatever. And last time I asked, they straight up said no. So. Right. I can't film it. So unfortunately, that won't be a video unless if anybody here knows somebody in private land that has alligator tags and don't mind me filming uh hit me up, but um teal season's coming, Nutra. it's gonna be that's uh, what I want to do. That's what I want So much do. fun. I love love what do you
1: do you use a 22 for that?
0: Yes, unless it's duck season. So again, I don't have private land and I don't have a lease, so I got to do all my hunting on public land. On the public land for whatever reason. I can only shoot five a day, mm. even though we're an invasive species. But um during duck season you can use only use shotgun with steel shot. Okay. But when so duck season's so closed, rules. huh? That's
1: so many rules.
0: Yeah, it's public land. I mean I'm huh. I'm still thankful. I'm thankful that there is public land and I, I can do it, because if it wasn't, yeah. then I'd be, you know, I'd be out of luck. But
1: yeah, I've I really wanna um I really wanna Kill some Nutra. Uh, I don't want to eat them. I, I want you to
0: Oh, eat you're going to eat them. You're going to eat them. You're going to try but it just I, like I tried redfish throat and and, yeah, but and that, pan cannabis okay, like, egg rolls.
1: Yeah, but that's like delicious stuff, you know? Um, so is
0: Nutra. Oh, bro, you don't even know.
1: Yeah, but that's not. Redfish isn't something foreign that you're like, I'm introducing.
0: Redfish to was a trash fish until Paul Perdon right. made black and redfish. So. Right. It, it was nobody ate as nasty until it wasn't. So Nutra is nasty until it isn't, and it isn't. You just need to eat it. I hear you. you to eat it. You're gonna but eat it. Gonna I'm gonna trying to
1: flex. It. I'm trying to flex right now. I'm trying it's to. Not kill something it's not working.
0: It's not working. No, I'm, I'm trying to kill
1: something with my new gun. You're supposed to say what new gun did you get? What
0: new gun, Heath?
1: Yeah, I got a um like six months ago. I got my. I, I wanted it for a long time, but I I got my uh my Henry Golden Boy 22. Oh really. Like for me, yeah, like for awesome. the boys, you know. Yeah.
0: Oh, I want one absolutely. They're just
1: so fun. They're like little plinksters, you know. Like ding, that's ding, ding. awesome. Yeah. But I want to. I want to chew neutral with it.
0: You need to come down. Let's see. When duck season ends in January, you can hunt. You can hunt through March. Mm-hmm. So, like February would be a good time when it's still cold. Oh, it's too Did late. To, for this year. Huh?
1: It's too late for this year, right?
0: No, it hasn't even opened yet.
1: Oh, okay.
0: But it just—it's a—I think next month, no, September, October, I think is when you can start hunting them in the in the WMA. I'm not—I'm not even sure about the rules in private land. You might be able to hunt them year round in private land.
1: So, do you get to like trade in their tails for money, or
0: no? You got to have the. So, I was talking to uh, my buddy Frank. Some of the WMAs you can use the WMA as. You can use the WMA at, to get into the Nutra program where you can sell the tails. Most of the time it's private land that mm-hmm. you need to do with that. But the one the, the public where'd you go? Well, I lost teeth. He disappeared from us. Oh, he's back. Man, you just disappeared, bro. I thought you was like I'm tired of this conversation and just bailed. Bro,
1: I'm highly <laughs> invested. I'm highly invested <laughs> in trying to uh kill some Nutra with you. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so, no, you have to have like a private land in most situations, but I'm gonna have to talk to him more about the other public lands. Uh, the difference is the public land that I hunt most of the time has uh, when the private owner sold it or gave it, donated whatever to the state mm-hmm. to become a WMA, they maintain the trapping rights. Oh. So, like, they have a lot of they have people where they have you know they can trap, neutral you, there's no public people can trap on there. Same mm-hmm. thing with alligator tags, they do have the lottery mm-hmm. for the public to use alligator tags, but the main majority of the tags still go to the private people Got and they it. you know they sell it and they're making a living and stuff like that off mm-hmm. of making money. It's not really
1: as much of a living as it used to be. Yeah. Well at least you can still hunt them though.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. And I'm 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 looking for leases. Um uh, maybe next year I'll try and get a lease. Mm-hmm. Um or again if anybody has private land then let me go shoot some neutra. Let me know. But
1: yeah yeah well, that's awesome, man. There's like a lot I want to do, and you can make it happen if you want to yeah so
0: I told you I got an extra room
1: yeah I'm, heading, I'm, I'm trying to head your way. I was actually supposed to be in Grand Isle next week, but I just can't make it, man. I've got the rodeo going on, yeah, I got too much going on, so I'm trying to plan for it next year. I really wanted to be there this year um and last year's got cancelled, right
0: uh i think yeah. a year before
1: or yeah i don't know i just know i've been missing them and i really want to get back so i'll get back to that one so in the meantime you know, oh wait I'll yeah
0: last sure. was it last
1: year yeah I'm pretty yeah, sure so last-
0: because of ida so the first yeah.
1: the, the one i
0: actually had a hotel and everything was ready to go we're talking about ride the bull by the way folks the yeah. largest kayak fishing tournament in the world uh you go out and catch these giant giant redfish, mm-hmm. and then uh they weigh them tag them release them yep. um it's a really cool thing but uh, yeah, the first time I actually had the hotel was ready to go, all pumped, and then stupid COVID, when that was a thing, came and they shut it down. And then um, yeah, and I think last year, I think last year uh, Grand Isle was still off the map because I had to like wipe it out.
1: Yeah, something like that. But it's back and it's real. It's it's going strong. Um, so they're back at it. I mean, you should look at whoever's watching. You should look into it. It's next yeah, weekend.
0: I think I'm gonna try it next year.
1: Yeah, but I'll oh, be there yeah, next yeah. year. It's just I got caught up with too much stuff. So, but
0: right anyways, on, right on. I'm really
1: trying to make it make it to your to your place, man. I want to get back to like, I want to get over there. I want to do some fishing, make some content, um, hang out with you, and I don't know. Do you think it'd be possible to do both in one trip, hunt for Nutra and go fishing? Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Especially, oh uh, yeah. I'll just have to. I'll get with you when uh, whenever the, we can go hunt them at that place yeah. the thing is is is, it's harder to hunt neutral when it's early season because there's still a lot of vegetation up that they can hide in and they don't come to the edge of the water until it gets cold because mm. when it's warm they don't stay on the edge too much because of the alligators uh. and then whenever it gets cold alligators kind of go dormant and they'll come to the edge and they'll sit right there on the edge and you just and you can hunt them on the power so like you don't even have to turn the boat off you can just oh. run up mm-hmm. on them and shoot and
1: do you, like, release a dog after him, or you just go scoop him up?
0: No, you just go grab him. Gotcha. Toss him in a boat, bring him home, skin him up, cook him down,
1: baby. But you got a dog, though. Can you use your dog?
0: Uh, No. You can only use dogs for bird hunting on oh, a okay. WMA.
1: Gotcha. So,
0: so, like, waterfowl and stuff I can use, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: he ain't a neutral dog yet. So speaking of Florida, so I like to do this little this little segment called Outdoor Outlaws. Yeah. So um yeah, so usually I, you know, I do one for my wildlife and fisheries. And then lately I've been trying to do whenever a guest comes on, trying to do it in their home state. And fortunately, we have Heath from Florida, and everyone knows about Florida man <laughs> and all of their crazy things. So uh i went fishing with, with frank my buddy he used to be my neighbor and i was talking to him about what i want to do and he started pulling up articles left and right dude and just started sending them to me so i got a couple that i'm gonna throw at you right strangely all right. enough all of them have to do with alligators oh, and that okay. wasn't even that wasn't even a search like it was just it, it was just yeah well i gotta prep for you know a yeah. little bit <laughs> so <laughs> i'm sorry i love this one florida man busted for reportedly feeding alligator resists arrest and in quotes it says maybe i'm dr doolittle okay this, this is this is the title okay and, and and by the way all of these start off with florida man busted florida man arrested florida okay. man arrested and then we also have wait we have louisiana man arrested okay in, okay in florida Okay, (laughs) Okay. and we'll we'll get to that. We'll we'll save that one for last to tie it all together. But all right, it says, a Florida man who allegedly resisted arrest after being reported for illegally feeding an alligator he named Hank has described the 10-foot reptile as a good friend who loves bagels. (laughs) (laughs) Paul Fortin of 67 was issued a citation by the Florida Fish and Wildlife Commission over the incident at a Daytona Beach pond in May, Fortin didn't comply and was arrested by police for refusing to accept the citation and resisting an officer without violence, according to the jail records. And now in quotes, That's good. That's good. in quotes, this is him him saying this: "It's illegal. It's totally illegal to do it. Did I know it? No. Do I know I see, Did I know I couldn't feed a turtle? Alligators? Yeah, I kind of knew that." in <laughs> Fortin told Orlando station WKMGTV quote I don't know maybe I'm Dr. Doolittle uh Fortin who says he is disabled veteran was caught after a neighbor alerted the FWC officials to a video pur- purportedly showing the 67 year old feeding an alligator uh feeding and petting the alligator oh. Oh, nice. according to the station uh so he says he just sits there. He loves bagels, Fortin said. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there you have that. I mean, that, that goes back to the feeding and the alligators. Sure, he, he pets them one day, and then he comes out with, I don't know, the wrong bagel. and you then know, the alligator I got with-
1: issue with, with the Florida man thing anyway, because now more than ever since COVID, we got all these ding-dongs infiltrating my awesome state. You know, they're coming from,
0: everywhere bro it's and, been way before COVID.
1: You no know, i'm still even more than now right and anytime anything happens in florida it's just florida man but they're, pro- they're they're not native floridians they're from other places
0: but things are always happening in florida like i don't know if it's your water or what but so we got a um, a local <laughs> news station a talk radio station and the guy early in the morning does his what's wrong with people file yeah, yeah, and he just, you know, these crazy stories, whatever. Eighty-five percent of them all originate in Florida. So I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's the sun, the the, <laughs> the, the sunshine state, getting to your brain or something. The melting
1: pot for all the all the people to come to. You so know.
0: <laughs> here we have a Florida man arrested during traffic stop after deputies find guns, drugs, and a baby alligator in his pickup truck. <laughs> <laughs> A 31-year-old Florida man was arrested after officers found a lot more than they bargained for while conducting a traffic stop. Two guns, multiple syringes loaded with meth, and a baby
1: alligator. Oh, my goodness.
0: In a Facebook post, the Collier County Sheriff's Office in Naples said deputies pulled over a black GMC Sierra pickup Friday after they uh, recognized the driver from previous encounters as having a suspended license. Officers found the live baby alligator in a plastic tub in the bed of the truck. They also located two firearms inside the pickup truck. One was allegedly concealed in the glove box and the other was allegedly hidden under the front passenger seat. So, <laughs> Yeah.
1: I just tried to one up you real quick and do my own search of my Do of it myself. And I found huge alligator ate Louisiana man after Hurricane Ida. Officials confirmed. Wait, what is there's like a five hundred pound alligator that ate somebody.
0: Hey man, alligators got to eat too, dude. That was What's in the, boy Yeah, you said.
1: There's another one. Louisiana man jumped in Florida pond. After that's the alligator. one. That's, that's the one.
0: Well, I, I think that's gonna be yeah. So. Since he let the cat out the bag, we got Louisiana man arrested after allegedly jumping into Florida alligator pit and uploading video to TikTok, police said. (laughs) A 20-year-old Louisiana man faces burglary, trespassing, and theft of services charges after he entered an alligator pit in Florida, police said. A person recorded the man trespassing and uploaded a video to social media, leading to online speculation the uh, misguided stunt was performed in the pursuit of social media fame. Wait, now watch this. The man who police identified as Jacob per whatever allegedly jumped the fence of a theme park, Bush Gardens in Tampa, yep. Florida. This is your area. <laughs> That's and like made 30 his... minutes.
1: That's 20 minutes from my house.
0: <laughs> he made his way to an alligator enclosure, police said in the statement. Two other people uh, who were present. Do not face charges, police said. The TikTok video believed to document the event. uh, Percival is shown near the alligator habitat, mimicking the the accent and mannerisms of the late Australian wildlife enthusiast, Steve (laughs) Irwin. Security, (laughs) Security is heard yelling at Percival to leave the enclosure. So yeah, he's over there acting like Steve Irwin, probably, you know, a terrible Australian accent. Really, mate. <laughs> Sticking his finger in his bum.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Dude. That, Jeez, that's funny. Bush Gardens. And you know what? This is probably going to tell you something about it, but maybe I have Florida man syndrome, but I there I, and whenever I'm at Bush Gardens, I'm like always thinking like I would love to jump in here with these lions just for a minute and just like touch one for a second, you know, or
0: do me a favor. Do me a yeah. favor. Record it. Let me know when you're gonna do that, so I can uh, yeah, so I can record that.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, there's a place called Alligator Alley. Have you ever heard of it?
0: Nope.
1: Alligator Alligator Alley. It's when you're on your way to Miami, right? And like y'all in Tamiami Trail 41. Anyways, you end up in Alligator Alley, and it's just you know marshy marshy uh, nastiness every on either side of the road. And, um, yeah, there's just thousands of alligators. Pretty much anywhere you pull off, you can just see alligators. Um, And, of course, there's signs everywhere that says, do not feed alligators. (laughs) And there's, like, all the is like, feeding alligators. Um, Did you hear about this one? You probably, or maybe you didn't want to put it on the show, but. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to do it for you. (laughs) Well, this one you can't laugh at. You can't Uh laugh at the other one. A kid was eaten by an alligator at Disney World. You oh see yeah, that I one? did
0: hear about it. Yep, you, you did hear about that. That was, one? A couple, that was what a couple years ago.
1: Yeah, now there's like ropes around everything, every yeah, now you
0: can't fish.
1: You can't do anything. It's just ropes everywhere, and yeah. alligator signs everywhere, and like these parents were like walking on like I think there was maybe the Polynesian or one of those hotels, and like the kid just went over, and got yep. eaten by alligator. Yeah, He
0: came probably had to come out and get him. I mean, I'm so sure because when it. they see when they see you know something that size yeah like when you're walking by the water, you really ain't gotta worry about it- uh, of course, unless they were fed you know by people, but yeah, don't squat down by the water, you because know, once you make your profile small, then they're like, okay, yeah, that's something i can I can take out,
1: yeah, but. definitely, oh, uh, yeah, man, well,
0: let's I got one more. I got one more for it. you. Don't hear it, Florida man arrested after trying to throw alligator on roof to teach it a lesson. <laughs> a man dude, this, I don't know, this dude's probably on meth too. Uh, a man from Florida has been arrested after he told police he wanted to teach an alligator a lesson by beating it <laughs> and attempting to throw it on a rooftop. William Hodge from Homestead was arrested on Thursday after he stole an alligator from a miniature golf course, beat it, and then tried throwing <laughs> it on the roof of the beachside cocktail lounge, officials said. And I'm not gonna read the rest of it because what more do you need? The man What's told the lesson? What, what is the lesson? It. it never it never said.
1: I didn't have uh, it didn't tell you the, the lesson?
0: No, he never said what he was trying to teach it or why.
1: Oh my goodness. Um,
0: but he was trying to teach us. I'm, I'm pretty sure he taught that sucker a lesson. Good night,
1: Florida man. I tell you what, man, that's exactly it.
0: I just don't want to see you on any of those uh, news articles. Well, Florida man, founder of Yak Tribe.
1: Well, that day, if we weren't rolling our GoPros, Florida man riding a manatee, you would have seen that.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude, that was sick. That was awesome. That was, I know we have them around here, but of course, you know our water is so not clear. Yeah, I mean, there ain't no telling how many I've been been here and just yeah. haven't seen them. Yeah, man. But um, there was something I was going to say, and I uh, totally slipped. my You were going to that.
1: say it's been a pleasure. Um, it has been being on this podcast. It's been a pleasure for me, and you're going to commit to coming shark fishing. That's what you were going to say.
0: That's it. Was something about shark fishing? What was
1: uh, it? was your commitment?
0: Yeah. Well, there's, there's the commitment. I'm definitely, I'm definitely, Oh, that's what it was. Fear Uh, trying to beat my fears. So I'm not a fan of flying either. Um, I knew that you told me that. Yeah. And it, it has mostly to do with my anxiety issues that I've had since high school. It's like a panic disorder that, you know, yeah. basically I'm so worried about anxiety that I give myself anxiety kind of thing. So like I'll like being on a plane for a long period of time, not being able to get away, you know, like get out if I start feeling it. Right. So it's not necessarily that I'm afraid of flying. I'm afraid of the panic attack, and it will right. give me anxiety. So that's something I'm working on. Well, right. my buddy owns a uh, fishing charter right down the road from me, and they take seaplanes out to the barrier islands, mm. and they go wade fishing for speckle trout right off the seaplane. And uh, he, he came uh, out to me, and uh, he was like, dude, if you ever want to do a video about you know conquering your fears, I want to take you out on a seaplane. I'm like, dude, you let me know when, and I'm going to do it. And he's like, well, if you got to free your sharks right now, it's probably not the time to do it. Oh, <laughs> so,
1: no. So
0: they're wade fishing and there's sharks all, you know, swimming all around them coming up all the time. And I'm like, well, well, I mean, I'm thinking maybe, you know, maybe after I catch a shark in a kayak, I won't be as terrified. But, you know, they said, you know, uh, I talked to the, the the guy, the pilot that uh, flies is playing for him. Um, he said, like, they'll come up and you just like stomp right in front of them. And they'll they take off. Yeah. He's like, they come and investigate, but they've never had any issues. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's exactly it. You
0: know, I might have to conquer. That'd be conquering two fears and one. Uh, in one trip, I don't know. I might have to separate those. I don't know if I can handle both. Because then, once I get on the plane, then be worried about an alligator. I mean, a shark taking off my leg or whatnot. But
1: well, I believe in you, man. I believe in you, and you know, and I also believe in your medical expertise and efforts. That when we go fishing, and you know. You decide to clean your crock off by sticking it in the water, and <laughs> a shark your leg. I believe in your training that you'll be okay.
0: So let me do. Let me ask you this: When you're down here, do you do you clean your feet off in the water, or is that you're worried of an alligator come and grab it? I
1: do, I do, and I've seen. I have it on my YouTube and on videos fishing. I see alligators all the time, and it makes me very uncomfortable. And I just like, all right, and like go away. But yeah. <laughs> And, you know, there are times in, in your area where the water is, like, you can still see, like, a redfish or whatever. So, you can kind of see that there's not probably an alligator there. So, and especially the times where I have to, like, go to the bathroom, you know. So, there's also that.
0: It's good times. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Hopefully, I can uh, at least weed out three of them this coming uh, season. Yeah. I wish they let us take more because there's just entirely too many nowadays, man. I remember yeah. when I was a kid, you couldn't. It was amazing. Oh, look, an alligator. Now it's every now they're dead on side the road because they're trying to cross the road. They got so many, yeah.
1: Hey, if you if an alligator crosses the road out of season and gets ran over, and can you can you still eat it? Leave it it
0: there. No, you can't take it. No, don't touch it. You will get in trouble. Yeah,
1: that's so silly.
0: Yeah, I don't know if because I know like if you hit a deer, you can call like you can call wildlife and tell them you look you hit, hit a deer. And you want to take it? Like they can, they might, they might come out and inspect it and give you a tag or something. I don't know if that would work with a with an alligator. I just don't know because I think what happens is you run a risk of people intentionally hitting them.
1: No, say so how you want to say how you want to say it. You run the risk of Asians like me who will go and joyriding looking for alligators, and we'll run over.
0: Coon asses would hit that thing just as fast, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't got nothing to do with it that
1: (laughs) i'll tell you what man the asians around here boy they whoo let's just say they like to cast net and eat whatever they and just keep whatever is in the cast net
0: hey bro coon are the same way look i mean i'm over here eating nutra that's something that you over there the asian won't even scared to touch yeah well i got a freezer full of stuff you come here we're gonna try beaver we're gonna try nutra we're gonna actually I'm i'm booked up yeah raccoon we're gonna try i'm not doing possum again that was that, I, that one yeah was that
1: nice. i saw that looked disgusting
0: yeah it didn't taste that good i mean i i've heard people love it so maybe i didn't cook it right i have to get somebody else to cook it up maybe but what about frogs you ever eat frog legs
1: no but do you know how to make those raccoon hats
0: not yet i know i mean i know how to tan the hides now i'm starting to tan hides, so i can make yeah. one eventually
1: that would be so awesome
0: I'm gonna try and save some when I trap this this season. I think actually, I think I still got some in the freezer, uh, yeah. some hides that I need to tan.
1: I trapped a possum in my backyard last month. Um,
0: Trying to get the eggs.
1: It was just so we get them around here under under our sheds. They like to live in the sheds. I finally I trapped one though. Um, I let it go in the mangroves. So,
0: man, how're them chickens doing in this heat? Your chickens all right? They still laying?
1: They're yeah, they're laying. They're doing good. I just it's just extra effort. We give them ice. In their water and all, you know,
0: things like that. Yeah, so. I can't get mine to lay. Oh, really? Some of them are still young, but the, I just got three more big ones that were laying. And when I got them, they put two eggs out since, but they haven't put any out, so I don't know. Gotta give I'm them still those figuring ice. out the whole chicken thing, huh?
1: Yeah, gotta give them those ice chips and make sure they're they're eating so they're happy, you know.
0: Well, they eating, but I don't need no bougie chickens. I ain't giving no ice <laughs> chips. <laughs> carrying ice all the way out there to put in the bucket. <laughs> Them, them better learn how to be swamp chickens and just uh give me some eggs. I keep saying they either make me breakfast or they're gonna become my dinner. So they better either start putting out eggs or we're gonna have some catching cooks coming up.
1: Yeah, that's the way to oh, do it. Oh, look at Frank
0: joining us five minutes before we over. Me and Frank yeah. went uh that was something I just did that the video is gonna come out later this week. I got the beautiful the beauty of living where I live in this house right here is I got two I got water 200 yards away from me, a little Poo boat, we call it the poo boat, the canal that leads right into the main bayou. I go to yep. that little bridge. I was throwing my cast net catching shrimp. And then I had my uh my nets and I caught a bunch of crabs uh ye- uh yesterday. And then nice. today me and Frank and my buddy from church went out and uh threw them crabs on the bottom to catch them big old massive black drum for a little while. Oh nice,
1: like, um, yeah. Yeah, big all- nasty, yeah.
0: Oh yeah. We kept three of them and because I hadn't cooked them in so long. Yeah, and they had they had worms, you know, in in spots, but there was still plenty of meat untouched by worms.
1: Yeah, that's
0: fine. Uh, I cooked it on the grill, thinking I was gonna cook it like redfish. It didn't work, so I had to I close it in full, let it cook a little while longer, and yeah. it, it wasn't it wasn't that good. I'm gonna have to yeah. do better next time.
1: They're just too thick sometimes, you know.
0: Yeah, but I've cooked redfish that were that thick or thicker, and it yeah. comes out better. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I just screwed it up. Who knows? Yeah. But I'm going to respect Heath's time. It's coming up on the hour. He's got like 18 kids that he's got to take care of. Um, good kids, though, man. I was actually really shocked how well-behaved all your kids are. Um, yeah,
1: man. I'm definitely blessed. Tomorrow's my daughter's birthday. should be, Um. Yeah, man, I'm blessed. I'm blessed with my kids and my family. But, you know, I appreciate you having me on. I hope to get on again. And just so you know that room and that air mattress yeah, ready man. for you anytime
0: <laughs> hey bro i got you i got your bed over here so whenever you're ready to come down just come on with it we can we can do all kind of coon ass things on the bayou
1: i may or may not have a right-handed daiwa baitcaster just saying
0: oh yeah i got your uh oh i still gotta get you the guitar straps out the attic
1: no i'm saying today i was in my garage and i was shuffling through some fishing rods and I forgot. Oh, you found... like, yeah, I forgot five years ago. I bought like a right-handed Daiwa baitcaster. Oh spinning so reel is still better, but I might try. might try uh, uh,
0: for certain <laughs> applications. For the for the finesse fishing, maybe, but I take a bait any day. I know you would. <laughs> but well, all right, folks. Uh Heath, you can find him on well, all the Yak tribe on all the social media. And you have your personal one too, Heath Panganaban. That's right, Panganuban, Panganagaban. Nabed There you go. Thing. Anyway, yeah. So follow him on uh, wherever you get your social media. Are you gonna are you gonna start a podcast up again? I know you did it at one time.
1: You know my my yeah. I had the Yak Tribe Kayak Show that was doing really good. Um, just all my efforts right now. I'm not restarting that until until the Yak Tribe bus is done. Um, right. That was where the studio will be um but yeah i'm just focused on that man i'm i got a lot going on I'm designing like a ton of baits a ton of top waters all my packaging is almost done um just a lot of stuff to to fill the bus and I by the way i saw your do it molds those look pretty good dude, dude. it's
0: awesome oh I'm, yeah I'm, that was um,
1: great Sounds
0: a addiction yeah.
1: but i'll have to send you my baits i have to send you yak baits when they come yeah. in yeah so yeah man i'm excited for it
0: yep so if you're listening to this in podcast form, you can watch us live. You can just have to basically follow me on Instagram because I'm just not able to get consistent uh, keeping this podcast thing, the lives going every week. But uh, it's either going to be on Tuesdays or Wednesdays, depending on my work schedule. Um, and then, uh, yeah, if you missed it, you can always you always want to watch it. You can go on YouTube and just watch the uh, the replay of it. But right. that's going to wrap this one up, folks. I will catch you uh, next time or something like that. Bye.